0: Good evening and welcome back. I'm your host, Robin, and you are now listening to my podcast, Broken Strength Under Control. Did you know that you all have been called to be a light in this dark, dark world that we are living in? So let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your father in heaven. I'm just so grateful and so thankful. Um, there are so many different things that are going on right now in the world, especially with this bad weather, places that normally would not get hit. Um, they are being hit. Um, and so I'm going to be praying for those who are in those pathways. Um, my daughter and my grandson live in Texas, and so they have snow right now. And I'm just so grateful and so thankful that, you know, we have our power and just so many different things. There are so many people without power. And so I'm just gonna be believing that, you know, everything will work itself out the way that it is supposed to work out. And these folks will have what they need when they need it. And there won't be any um, belaboring or longing This whole process for them is just sad and disheartening. Um, I was reading online today, which I normally don't like to do, but how I believe it was the mayor or the governor in Colorado or Texas, you know, the one I think he resigned, basically, because he just basically told people, get up off your butt and take care of yourself. The state is not going to do anything to help you. But we are all, you know, Some of us are at a more of a loss than others, and to have someone just be so insensitive to that is just mind blowing to me. But then again, I don't know why it would be considering the days and the times that we are living in. And so, you know, I'm just grateful and thankful that that is not my story at the moment. Um, but I am going to be praying for those who are going through and i hope that you all will do the same because it could be so much more worse for us here in charlotte um but we've been blessed and fortunate um to not um be hit like most other places but you know um not to even drag on about that i want to go ahead and start talking about what my topic is about today so my topic today is what about your friends and um it just seems like every time i pick something that i want to talk about god begins to deal with me about it and so it seems like for the last couple of weeks, I've kind of been struggling um, with that retrospect of the relationship side with people I look at or I use the term friend for. And to be truthfully speaking with you, now this is a truth moment for me. I normally don't use the term friend very loosely. I think that there are three words that we throw around a lot and sometimes we just throw them around too much the term friend the term love and the term family they all have a meaning to them but they all have they all mean something different depending on who it is in your life um, or who you're connected to in that season And so, are they lessons or blessings? Are they pillars or posts? You know, posts could represent seasonal. Or do you have a Judas in the camp? Did you let him in? Are they relevant to your purpose? Meaning where God is taking you in this season of your life. And, and so I, I want to talk about, I'm definitely going to talk about Judas because you cannot not talk about him when you're talking about Jesus. Um, but, and so, you know, I found, of course, I told you guys this before. I am the Google queen. I will Google everything. And so, The Bible speaks about to have friends, we should show ourselves to be friendly. So how can you be a friend if you're not friendly? How could you want a friend and you don't know how to be one? And um, what I found is, is that a true friend is someone who has your back, no matter what. They watch out for you. They would never purposely lead you into making bad decisions will always have your best interest at heart and i'm gonna stop right there because that is so true you are associated guilty by association for lack of better term that's a cliche i know but truthfully speaking when you're around certain type of people you tend to emulate those behaviors and those patterns so you have to be careful about who you have around you in this season and I'm gonna tell y'all a story it's gonna be quick Um, I had a friend who was we had been friends for over 15 years and she saw me through a lot of different seasons in my life I can honestly tell y'all that was truly my friend. Um, We hit some rocky places in the friendship, like most do. And, you know, we don't we didn't always agree or see eye to eye on a, on certain things. Um, But at the end of the day, I knew. In that season of my life, she was really my friend. And it was after 20 year, 20 plus years of friendship, that I decided to sever the ties with her. I know y'all probably think, well, if she was a good friend, you know, why would you sever the ties? Sometimes your relationship hits a place where it's not going any further. And sometimes you just got to let go of some folk. And this was that time where I just felt like our friendship had ran its course. And as much as I miss having her be a part of my life at this moment, especially with everything that's going on now, and just seeing like the different things transpire um, in my life that we prayed about, we talked about, She she's not walking that pathway with me because I severed the ties with her. And I severed the ties with her because, again, like I said, I felt like the relationship had just ran its course. And sometimes you've got to know when to just let go of people and when not to let go. And this was one of those instances where I felt in my spirit I just needed to let go. It had ran its course. And so there are three types of friendships. There are friendships of utility that exist between you and someone who is useful to you in some way. Well, I'm sure we pretty much got probably maybe one or two of those in our life if we wanted to be truthful right now. You know, that they are useful to us in some type of way. Um, and let's not mistake it for something that you will put value upon because anybody that is one sided that meaning that you're you're taking but you're not giving do you really consider that to be truly a friend because it just benefits you not the other person and friendships of pleasure exist between you and those whose company you enjoy Well, we know that's a different kind of friend, not a friend with benefits, not a friend, um, you know, because my thing is, is if we're friends, that's what we are. Um, I have a lot of guy friends that I have never had any form of intimacy with, but they are very good friends of mine. And that's where you have to draw the line. You got to know your boundaries um friendships of the good are based on mutual respect and admiration now that is the type of friendship that you should want um someone who respects and admires you because you know the bible talks about us esteeming others higher than ourselves and so you know again you have to know who's in your life You know, um, are they a lesson or are they a blessing? And what I've learned anymore now is, is that I meet people all the time. And to be truthful with you, it used to be a time when I wouldn't question what their part or their role would be in my life. I would just welcome them, embrace them. And, you know, maybe there would be a fallout or something later on down the road. And then, you know, boom, you're not talking. We don't talk no more. And to be truthful with you, I've learned that in this process that now I'm asking God, Lord, what's their purpose and role in my life at this point in time? Are they a lesson or are they a blessing? Because, see, if it's a lesson, I want to learn the lesson quick so I can keep it moving. If they are a blessing, then, okay, Lord, how are they going to be a blessing in this part or this season the purpose that you have for me at this moment and then how can I be a blessing to them because sometimes it's not just about them being a blessing to you but how can you be a blessing to them and a lot of times when we think about blessings most of us don't think about blessing someone else we always looking for the blessing to come to us but you're blessed to be a blessing So God don't just want to bless you. He want to bless those that are around you that are connected to you. Um, And so you got to, you know, again, do you want to learn the lesson quickly? Or do you want to play around with it? Me personally, let me just learn the lesson real quick. That way I don't have to even go back down that road again. Um, Pillars or posts. Pillars are sturdy. That means they are the foundation can't be moved, can't be shook. That's like our foundation in Christ can't be moved, can't be shook. It's sturdy. We know that He's not going anywhere, that He is the same today, yesterday, and forevermore. And so the post I put pillars or posts. Posts could be seasonal, they could represent the seasons in your life everybody that comes into your life are not meant to be pillars there are some who are just post i spoke about this last week when i talked about learning who you have around you what people are made of you know there are different components to each one of us we are all wired differently so we're not going to respond the same way. We're not going to react the same way. We're not going to do the same things because God didn't make us all to be the same. He made us different for a reason. And so if you're seasonal, you know, you can't get mad when somebody just ups and leave your life. When this quarantine happened, to be honest with you, there was certain people that were a part of my life during that time frame um that I looked at like family and I was just like oh you know this is my family right here and there wasn't anything that I wasn't that I wasn't willing to do for them but when I tell you when things looked like it was getting all the more rough for me my anxiety was on a whole nother different level you know I'm Felt cornered in the house, you know, with no room really to just really catch my breath. Basically, when I tell you, I looked around. Oh, yeah, they were gone. And I was disappointed. I was hurt. And it was just like, man, OK. And literally, I had the expectation that they were going to be there. With me and for me. And they weren't. And. God knew that they weren't going to be there. So he orchestrated it where there was three other women that became very relevant in my life when I needed them to be relevant. And even to this day, they're still very relevant in my life. And so he knew what I was going to need. And when I tell you, being able to converse with these women on a weekly basis it blessed my spirit in so many different ways because there were days when i didn't know how i was going to handle just the day-to-day things that i needed to handle because work was crazy and then like i said you're living in a space And everybody up on top of each other just about, and you got just this little corner. Okay, well, them walls started closing in and they started closing in real quick. But God put some people in my life that were from different backgrounds that took the time to make an investment because that's really what friendship should be about. It should be about you investing, not just in yourself but in someone else and what happens is is a lot of times we tend to judge a book by its cover why because they don't say the things that we would say they don't act the way that we would act they don't dress the way that we would dress you know and there the list could go on and on and on basically but to be truthful with you again I honestly and wholeheartedly again if you're a lesson let me learn it quick but if you are a part of my life to be a blessing then how can I bless you and so people who are just post they're seasonal don't set up a Unrealistic expectation about somebody who isn't meant to be a part of your life or walk that pathway with you through the duration of wherever God is taking you, and so you've got to know how to let go, not cut people off but let go of them because again it may not be their season you know and and so when I tell you that letting go of a friendship that was 20 plus years old it was difficult it was very hurtful and honestly I had no clue about how who I was gonna talk to because when I tell you she was there for the highs the lows the in-betweens the ups the downs everything we raised our children together and even to this day our children are still very close we became grandmothers at the same time you know and there were so many different milestones in in the friendship that we both just experienced at the same time our birthdays was one day apart every year we would celebrate our birthdays together so to let go of that after 20 plus years it was very hurtful for me but I knew it was something that I had to do. And do I think about her now? I often do, I often wonder how she's doing. Um, And would I do it again if I had an opportunity to do it all over again? Probably so, because that was what I felt led in my spirit to do. And that was just to let go of the relationship. Even though it was a hard pill to swallow, I had to do that. And then let me just talk about Judas. You know, we can't get mad at the folks that betray us when we let them in. Jesus knew exactly who Judas was, he wasn't caught off guard by who he was. He allowed him in because he was a part of his purpose. And only Jesus knew that the disciples didn't know who Judas was. They learned who he was over the course of the time, but they didn't know who he was. Jesus knew who he was. So sometimes you can let a Judas in the camp and then get mad when they done went and told all your business and everything else. But truthfully speaking, you set yourself up for that. Because your spirit of discernment was not on, on point, you know, when you allowed them in and I have to tell you to be truthful with you, like for real, for real, I've had several that I, I knew that they were not good, you know, but a lot of times when you just want someone to be there, to be supportive of you. You know, some things you just willing to just kind of turn a side eye to even though you know that, you know, and the word speaks about bad character corrupting good company. So you are a product. You can become a product of who you align yourself with and you have to be careful about who you are aligning yourself with because to be truthful with you. If it's not ordained for where God is taking you, it could throw you off. It could be a timely thing, but out of season. and Then you all messed up. Or it could be not a timely thing and in season and it still mess you up. And so you have to really be careful. So I found this true friendship is more like a covenant than a contract. Yeah, I'm going to let that one just sit right there for just a second. Covenant contract. Sometimes we treat people in our lives who are pillars like they're a contract and not a covenant. And then vice versa. The ones that ain't no good for us, we treat them like they're a covenant instead of treating them like they're a contract. And it's just crazy how you could know certain things about people and you still will allow them into your space when they don't really need that much room some people are only meant like i said to be seasonal and you gotta know when to let go of them and when to hold on to the ones that you need to hold on to but that's where your discernment comes in. At. And so we have got to stop treating those that are pillars like they're contracts and treat them more like it's a covenant. It's an investment. You're making an investment. They're making an investment. And the return, and keep in mind, you're not going to always see eye to eye with that person. You're not supposed to. Nobody wants someone who tells them everything that they well let me take that back let me just not even say that uh I'm gonna put it this way I don't want someone in my life who cannot be honest with me at all costs it might sting it might hurt a little bit but I would rather it hurt me then than to hurt me years down the road later we don't need yes people Iron sharpens iron. And if you don't allow people to be truthful and honest with you, are you really being a good friend? And how can they be a good friend to you if they, you only want them to tell you what you want to hear? No, that's, that's one-sided. It's, it's fitting and suiting your needs. And that's it. That's a one-sided relationship. And I have to honestly tell you, if you're going to be friends with someone, it should be mutual. The respect, the admiration that you have for one another should be mutual. It should never be one-sided. And so you got to know what they're made of. You know, again, at the end of the day, I want some folks that's made of some things that's foundational, that's strong. Because when I'm having a rough moment, they're going to be able to help pick me up. And the Bible speaks about that. How can two walk together lest they agree? When one is struggling, they're going to need somebody to help pull them up. And so, you know, again, you have to know what folks are made of when you allow them around you. Jesus knew exactly what Judas was made of. Interestingly enough, of course, he gets the bad rep because he was the one who betrayed Jesus. But at the same time. He was only doing what he was on assignment to do, and that was a part of God's purpose and plan. And so what happened with Judas was. He was led in by Jesus and he was able to see who Jesus was. He became overwhelmed with greed and wanted in what Jesus attracted. So we got people in our lives. Sometimes they only want to be connected to you because of who you are connected to. Selfish reasons, selfish motives. And so at the end of the day, Is that somebody you really want around you? You know, they only, oh, they want to know who you know. They got to be all in the business, all in the mix, all the time. Why? Because that's, they're trying to get their foot in somewhere. They're trying to come up and they're going to use you to do that. And so you have to really be careful. He didn't care about the poor. He was a thief. He was not one with he was not one with Jesus's me- message. So after a certain time frame of walking with Jesus, he started to become greedy. He started to you know, he was over the money. Now, Jesus knew every flaw he had. He knew when Satan entered into him and everything else. And so, yeah, he could have been forgiven if he had only asked, but he didn't. He was consumed by what he saw Jesus doing, and he wanted in on that. And so he was willing to do whatever. Even he became a lover of money. He was jealous of the other disciples. He turned on Jesus to save himself. Was self-serving. And so interesting what I thought about too was, was when I read that he was jealous of the other disciples. How many of y'all got that one friend who is jealous of all your other friends? They want to occupy all your time. They want to know your who, what, where, when, why, hows, all the time. Like there is not enough of you to go around for everybody. But they want to be just all up in your space all the time. And they don't want other people around you. Or they got a problem with who you have around you that they just be like you know giving them mean looks they always got something to say about them you know you can't be in the room without them catching the attitude um when i was (laughs) going out when i used to go out and hang out i was doing that alone before i was even old enough to be doing it um and it was so funny because it came a point in time in my life where honestly, I started to roll solo. I didn't take too many people out with me when I would go. And if I was out hanging out at the bar, the club, whatever, I didn't have too many people around me. Why? Because anytime, especially with women, anytime a group of women go out together, you got that one friend in the group that's going to be mad if one or some more of them is getting more conversation than what she get. And so, you know, at the end of the day, I'm sorry. I'm not trying to you know be mean or anything like that, but if we rolled together, oh, it was a guarantee. You weren't paying for nothing. I'm just saying not saying that i was all that in the bag of chips but again those that rolled with me or hung out with me they just knew that it was a sure bet that we wasn't paying to get in nowhere we wasn't buying no drinks if we was drinking none of that stuff and and it's sad to say it but it's the truth we have we've had people in our lives and some of us still got people like that around us today they want to benefit and capitalize off of what you have or who you know and and so for lack of better terms that's just like using you i mean truthfully speaking and so judas was self-serving and interestingly enough i found this Familiar friends will usually be the ones to betray you. So it's somebody that's familiar with you. They usually see he was familiar with Jesus. And sure enough. You know, and interestingly enough, this is something that I found out. The rebuke of Judas was the final thing that led to him betraying Jesus. So. When I spoke about him being jealous of the other disciples, now the devil entered into Judas twice, and I didn't even realize that until I began to look up certain things about him um the first time was when was when um he basically started to take the money and just different things like that you know because like i said he he controlled the money and stuff and so he always was taking some off taking a cut for himself off the side now the second time the devil entered into him was the night when I believe it was Mary who Mary Magdalene who came in with the alabaster box and broke the jar of oil and she poured it on Jesus's feet. And he was one of the first ones to say, why wasn't that sold and given to the poor, even though he had been on a whole different page? wasn't even with jesus's message he didn't even care about the poor all he cared about what was what he was going to get out of it and how he was going to be benefit from what was going on and when jesus rebuked him for what he said because see what happened was he made a statement and then immediately the other disciples started to chime in and Be like, yeah, why wasn't that done? But he had a problem with that. Now, probably, then again, I don't know, depending on his mindset. Again, he could have asked for forgiveness and been forgiven, but because he was self-seeking, selfish, you know, um, ultimately that led to him betraying Christ in the end. And and so, but he didn't care anything about his message at that point, you know? And so Jesus knew that. Now, how many of y'all have those friends around you that will really just be like, hey, girl, you know, you missed the mark on that one. You need to fix that. You need that. You need someone who doesn't mind calling you out to the table calling you out on your stuff. Because if not, then how can you grow from it? If you can't learn from it, you can't grow from it. So why, you know, wouldn't you want someone to call you out on your mess? So you have to be careful about who's around you. And so now I'm going to talk about several, two friendships that the word, well, three, actually, because Jesus is really the ultimate friend. There is no greater love than this, that he would lay down his life for his friends. And that's what he did for each and every one of us. He laid down his life for us because of the love that he has for us. And I want to talk about David and Jonathan. Jonathan went against his dad for david because he knew saul was trying to kill him so he made a sacrifice and the sacrifice was huge i don't know too many folks that would have went against their blood because we you know that was his dad and he knew that his dad didn't he had it in for david And he was after him and he was he was going hard for David and he was trying to get him. And Jonathan did everything that he could to make sure to protect David from his dad because of the covenant. That was not a contract. He went against his flesh and blood for the king a man that his dad became became to disp he grew to despise he became jealous of who david he became he became jealous of who david was he became jealous of the anointing and the fact that god was just with david saul had an issue with that and he was trying to kill him and jonathan stepped in and made a sacrifice to go against his dad for his friend because of the love and the covenant that they had, and I don't know about you guys but that is a definitely a hard place to be in when you think about family and friends now again I told you Earlier, that that's a term that I don't use too loosely. Don't use the word family too loosely. Don't use the word friends too loosely. Definitely don't use the word love too loosely. Why? Because they all represent and have a particular meaning depending on who the individual is in your life in that moment. And so, you know, truthfully speaking, I've had friends who were more like family than family who was family. If I had to be truthful with you and and so, again, because of the love and the covenant that Jonathan and David had, he made a huge sacrifice for his friend. That's Jesus made a huge sacrifice for all of us. And he didn't even know any of us. But he loved us enough to sacrifice for generations upon generations on top of generations on top of generations and even generations that are still coming up. That love was displayed on the cross over 2000 years ago for you, for me and for any and everyone who is willing and wants to be a part of who he is. He's there you know, with us. And so the other relationship that I wanted to talk about was Moses and Aaron, and I believe it was her. I think I'm saying it right. I could be saying it wrong. But anyway, when they were fighting and Moses was up on top of the mountain, now when his hands was raised, they were winning. The Israelites were winning. When he got tired, they would, and he let his hands down, they would be losing. Aaron and her came along the side of him and stood and held an arm up when he got tired. That's the kind of friend I want. I want a friend who, when I'm tired, they're going to get in and they're going to pray for me. When I don't have any words to put in the sentences, I ain't gonna need no words to put in the sentences because they just gonna be right there. Say, girl, it's gonna be all right. They gonna love on me when I don't really feel like I can love me. And so when I tell you that I want that kind of friendship, That's the kind of friendship that I want. Why? Because that's who I am. That's how I would be for someone else. Um, And it's been several times where, you know, it might have felt like you made a bad investment in someone's with someone who you thought had your best interest at heart only to find out later that they really didn't. That's not to speak ill against you in no way, shape, fashion, or form. That's the heart that they had. And that was their issue. Because for one, they might not have known what it was like. Maybe they weren't taught how to be a friend. You know, maybe they didn't, I don't know there were certain things that they just didn't learn because there wasn't anyone that made it that was willing to make an investment and i had to the, the, here's another truth moment for y'all when i tell you that i was the queen of one and done oh you crossed me one time i'm cutting you off i'm done with you i'm there was no coming back there was no fool I, i'm not fooling with you why because that's That was just my thought process and my mind frame when it came down to people who I thought they were somebody that they really weren't. And when I didn't have the woman that I spoke about earlier being my friend for 15 plus years, she always made sure, that where there was a lack at, she was blessing my life. And it was vice versa. Now, it wasn't a one-way street, y'all. It was a two-way street. Um, And I think the part of me letting go of that relationship, why it was so difficult was because she had truly been a phenomenal friend to me. But I think somewhere along the line, with what she was doing in her life, she didn't trust me to be the same kind of friend to her. And that right there, truthfully speaking, was the most hurtful thing to me because it was like all this time, you've always been there, you've seen me at my high, you've seen me at my low. You saw me when I was suicidal, depressed in the psychiatric ward. In the hospital and you didn't really think that I would be the same kind of friend to you and so it caused me to question a lot of different things not question the relationship but a lot of different things but it took me a moment to realize that there was a certain place in her life that she hadn't gotten to and that there might be a path that she had to walk alone without me and as hard as it was for me to let go, I had to let go of that relationship. And so, again, um, a couple weeks back, our pastor was talking about, do you have an Abishai in your life? Is there someone who's been a blessing to you? You know, not everybody is out to kill you or get you. There are some people that God have orchestrated and ordained purposely for whatever season that you are in in your life for someone to come and walk alongside of you in that season for the duration of that season now I'm good for saying you know if it ain't your season I'm gonna drop you off right here but if when I come back around if I'm supposed to pick you back up then hey I'll pick you back up but if not keep it moving boo Ain't no love loss. I'm not mad. I don't dislike you. It just means that our season is up and you have to be able to discern and learn the difference. And so again, who's being a blessing in your life? Who's a lesson in your life? Who's the Judas that is a part of the purpose for where God is taking you? They all are relevant. In whatever season God has you walking in. And so I have to honestly tell you that I only have a couple of people that I know beyond a shadow of a doubt are truly friends. They're my Abishai's. They're my blessings. And some of them, they some will call me out on my stuff. And then there are others who... Are very genuine who have nothing but love for me um and want to see me win and willing to help me get to the next place in my in this walk in this thing that you know I, we call life and so you have to just learn who you have around you choose wisely to be truthfully speaking with you you don't want people that at the drop of a hat will fall by the wayside uh, when the wind shifts in a different direction. We call them fair weather friends. They only blow in when it's convenient, and when it ain't convenient, they don't blow out. And nine times out of ten, they don't throw you under the bus in order to make themselves look good. You know, and again, Be careful who you surround yourself with because, like I said, guilty by association, that's a cliche, so to speak. But when you're around good people, you emulate good behavior. So, you know, again, be careful about who you have. Um, And the thing that I want you to remember and take away from this is is be the kind of person that you want to attract be the kind of friend that you want to attract so if you're one of those kind of friends that's quick to go and tell somebody's business when they they trust you with it so they you you don't betray their confidence then hey nah that's what you're going to attract. You're going to attract somebody that's going to do you the same way. You can't get mad about it because you did it to Susie, your friend Susie. Susie came and told you about some things that she had going on, and you went and blabbed it to two other of y'all other friends. And Susie might not have wanted the other two friends to know about it. Now they know about it because you told it. So you can't get mad when. Susie does it. She does it to you. Again, that's what you attract. So. I'm trying to have solid, sturdy, foundational folk in my pathway and in my camp, because that's what I'm going to be for them as well. And so. You cannot. You cannot get upset. You cannot get upset when people don't stay. And that was one hard lesson for me to learn is letting go when they walk away. Truthfully speaking, that's the blessing in itself when they walk. Because you might have just saved yourself somewhere down the road and not even know it or even realize it. But you have to be willing to let go of them when they walk. Don't go back and open the door for them to come back in and do just what they did before. That's the reason why you allowed them to leave. So you have to just be careful. Choose your friends wisely. Think about what type of friend you want around you and become that. And how do you become that? God is the key to you becoming that because he's the one that has the ability to help us, to correct us, to mold us, work those things out of us that are not okay. You know, again, we are blessed to be a blessing. And so it should be mutual on both sides. I just want to tell you all, you know, thank you for joining me. Um, If you have not done so yet, my book, the second edition is out, broken to be or not to be, that is the question. On Amazon and I'm excited the podcast is doing well Um, I'm just so grateful and thankful for the love and the support Um, I appreciate you all tuning in I hope that you got something out of it Um, and you know I'm gonna open the floor up now if you have questions or if you want to call in I'll keep it open for just a few minutes before I will close this episode out. But if you have questions or if you want to type comments in the chat, I can see the comments. That is the awesome thing about this app is that it allows people to call in. It allows people to type and I can answer questions. So if you have any questions um, or if you have any comments, feel free to type it. So that I can share it with everybody else. Um, so yeah. Again, I'm grateful and very thankful for you all tuning in and listening. Um, this has truly been, this was a definitely a, a different one for me. But like I said, I felt like I had been just going through the motions of, Dealing with who I had around me. And so I just wanted to take an opportunity to kind of talk about it. Um, and like I said, you have to learn who is around you and what they're made of. That should be the determining factor. Who, And then have, put them in their perspective places. Because everybody is not a pillar. They are posts. So you have to have a place for each and every person that you allow in your life and put them in those perspective places. So now, if you don't have any questions or any comments, I am going to go ahead and sign off. Thank you again for tuning in. I appreciate the love and the support. Peace and blessings to you and know that I'm praying for you. You guys have a good.